coming in hot, hot, hot. Lisa shares her financial tips and strategies to build wealth, have fun with finances, and be debt-free without having a restrictive budget. From bankrupt to millionaire, Lisa knows what it's like to feel as if you're living paycheck to paycheck. Her unconventional money multiplier system is the very wealth protocol that enabled her to retire two and a half years early, pay down $100,000 of debt in six months, and move to her dream home at the beach. Hey, hey, welcome to this episode of I Date Money. I'm your hostess, Lisa Drennan, and today we have the amazing Monique with us. She is the mind-body coach who has spent over 25 years in the spa and spa trainer. She has a remarkable personal and professional journey. She transitioned from a life of scarcity, living paycheck to paycheck, to re-entering entrepreneurship and completely transforming her relationship with money. Her unique perspective and personal growth journey are a perfect example of how you can make money as a healing-focused entrepreneur. And I love that because there's so many different modalities out there. We all have our own gifts and talents in which we can multiply money, but so many of us shy away from those gifts and talents. What made you decide to get into this industry and utilize and tap into that to expand your empire? Yeah. So- Interestingly enough, um, I was pregnant right in high school, right? And so I was planning on going to college and like getting this fancy degree and all the things. I was going to be the first one in my family that like did something with their lives, but you know, 17 and pregnant didn't really pan out. So I went to hair school. And what was crazy, Lisa, is that in the 90s, you know, I'm in hair school and I did some hair school math. I did some hairdresser math, right? And I was like, okay, if I can do two men's haircuts an hour, well, that's 25 bucks. And if they tip me a couple bucks, then, you know, that might be 30 bucks an hour. And minimum wage was like 425, right? So I was Mm -hmm. already ahead of the game, but I didn't really think about, you know, the business side of things and the cost of things and the rent and the, all of this stuff. So um, it wasn't quite as planned, but, you know, (laughs) it was a good start. Yeah, my mom was a cosmetologist and in back in the 70s, she they used to do perms all the time. And so like she would do she was a, a amazing cosmetologist and she had it down like a system where on Saturday she would have like 32 people that she would see from eight o'clock in the morning till five o'clock in the afternoon. And the tip money was always awesome when she would bring it home. And those were the you know, like the the feast, you know. And then by Monday, it was famine. Did you experience that in your business, especially when you were starting? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was like, you know, I would do a few highlights or something like that. I would be able to pay the rent or, um, you know, take care of things. But yeah, it there were days that we were slammed and I had employees and everybody made money. And then there were days we just sat there and stared at each other like, what are we doing here? How are we going to feed the kids? You know, it was <laughs> definitely back and forth. Yeah, it's a fun industry and, you know, getting that steady clientele coming in and offering those services. So you started off um, with, you know, the certain services and then you added what, how did you know when to expand? Yeah. um, So 
you know, there were things coming out in the salons and the spa industry, and it's like, this is the next best thing, and we should, you know, get training on this. So, of course, I am an education dork, you know, as big as the word is, and I always want to learn what's new and what's next. And what I thought was, I'm going to get all of these licenses, and then I'm going to run this spa. And I'm going to be the manager and they're going to pay me great money and, and it's going to be this awesome career. Um, and that actually came up once and the pay was actually about a quarter of what I was making as a stylist. So I couldn't take it, obviously. Um, but, you know, eventually I went back and I, I opened up my own place again and uh, I thought I would be like this one stop shop. Like people would come in and spend thousands of dollars for spa day. And again, not really what was going to happen because. I wasn't attracting those types of clients at that time, you know. Yeah, and attracting the right kind of right type of clients is so important. So how did you change your own thought process, your mindset towards that to get the clientele that you wanted in? Yeah, so, you know, I had to hit my head several times, obviously, and get really sick and tired of struggling and suffering and and all of the drama um, and i hired a mentor i hired somebody that could like hold a mirror up to me show me my own shit, and really call me out on what i was doing and probably the best investment that i ever made scary as heck you know obviously to hire somebody and put all that money into something but really a great deal in the end mm -hmm. what did you discover about yourself and your relationship with money yeah, um, that I was very much in scarcity mindset my entire existence, my entire life. You know, growing up, uh, there was just enough. I remember, like, you know, things not being able to be repaired. So I was always kind of taught to save the pennies and not really buy things. Don't don't go overboard. Don't um, don't really want too much. Don't be greedy. And that was showing up in my business. Yeah. How did it show up for you in your business? Yeah. So one of the things that I was attracting were people that couldn't afford to pay me what my value was. And then I was discounting. And so, no. you know, I'm an excellent massage therapist. I know that I have I have great feedback from my clients from the time I went to school. Um, but I was actually charging like thirty five dollars an hour for a massage. And I was doing like buy five, get one free. Right. So anything to like get people in the door because I didn't have the confidence in myself to sell my package, mm -hmm. not my skill set. My skill sets were always there. But to charge my value, that was a whole different thing because I grew up listening to we can't afford that. That's too much. Right. And so those things were kind of in my nervous system and in my 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 old wounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a lot of people don't recognize that those stories that we have dictate our profits and, you know, having a sustainable business, one could still have no profits. So how did you overcome that mindset to start increasing your profit margin? Yeah. So what I did first was I threw out my entire menu. I quit being the one-stop shop and I really dialed in on a couple services that I knew I was a master in my field with. And I targeted packaging, 
right? So instead of one massage, you're going to get 12 massages and you need to pay for it in advance. And we're going to get you on the schedule every week. And what that looked like was the person was going to get that self-care weekly. They were going to get into a routine to where their nervous system was going to regulate and they would feel better physically and in turn, go live a better life. And I was able to take a, a large sum at one time and then have proof of concept like, oh, people do want this, they can afford it, they will pay for it. And I'm going to deliver excellent service and value. So it's a win win. Mm -hmm. So did you create membership packages? Uh, I didn't do memberships per se, but I did. I just did packages. So, you know, if I, I didn't take people if they just wanted one massage, because mm -hmm. I really wanted to help them learn to heal their body. And to me, that felt like a ripoff. If I was just going to take them for one massage and then send them on their way, and in three weeks later, they were going to be hurting again, that didn't feel right for me, right? So I really right. wanted to get that long-term support. And so I created and established packages to where they did a series of 12 or a series of 24 or even 52. Some of my clients booked for the entire year. And in that space, they had their day and time. They knew that they were on the schedule and, and it was a great fit for both of us. Yeah. How did uh, the pandemic affect your business? Yeah. So it was really interesting. I was actually doing some mind body coaching already. And I had a full book of massage clients, obviously, at that time. And I was up in a hair salon. So I had the hair salon up top that I was renting a space. It wasn't mine. But downstairs, I had aesthetics and yoga and massage and, and all the things still going on down there. And what I did was I asked my clients who were scheduled for massage for the next however many months, if I could give you the same results on the computer screen, would you want to give it a shot? And some of them were like, what are you talking about? How are you going to do that? And I said, well, the same thing I do on the table, but I'm not going to touch you. So we're going to do energy work. We're going to do mind body work. We're going to do nervous system work. We're going to talk about somatics. We're going to work on your trauma. And so I basically took my massage clients from the table to the computer. And I told them, if it doesn't work, I'll give you money back. I'm certain that this works because this was my own journey, right? Mm -hmm. And so they were like, okay, let's give it a shot. And from that point, I became a full-time mind-body coach online. And I stayed with like 25 clients through 2020. I killed it in 2020. Like never applied for unemployment, never had to do all the stuff other people did. Um, really just was very successful. And again, more concept, more proof. And mm -hmm. um, started getting clients from across the world. And it just turned into this completely different business, which is what I still do. And I love it. I love that. When you um, think back to your younger self, um, little you, what was the what was the what was it like the first time you met money? What was your impression of money? Yeah, I. You know, I remember like my grandma giving me a little money here and there, like a couple dollars or something. And and I held on to it. Like I put it in my bank. I saved it um, because I thought that I would need it at some time. And so there was this kind of hoarding of any time I got money, I would kind of hold on to it. Uh, but my parents didn't have money and we had a huge family and, you know, it was just kind of save your pennies, like I said, and, and deal with what you got and make it work. So I remember like making grilled cheese sandwiches and eating ramen noodles and, you know, doing with what we had. So mm -hmm. money was not, money was not something that was available to us a lot as children. 
Yeah. You know, and we definitely don't get taught anything about money. And one of, you know, my passion is to teach others about money, to increase their financial literacy. And, you know, when we think about money and its value, money loves to be crushed on. And it's not just about the numbers. It's about the mindset and the strategy. And, you know, implementing a system, my money multiplier system really helps tie in the three pillars of wealth management. And when you think about the word wealth, what comes to mind for you initially? Yeah. Um, healthy and wealthy go hand in hand with me, right? So if I'm healthy, I'm going to show up different. I'm going to move different through the world. Um, I'm going to feel free. I'm going to, I'm going to live my life. And if I'm not healthy, if I'm, you know, exhausted and fatigued and burned out and all the things like, I'm just not going to show up in my job the same way or my career the same way. I'm not going to treat my clients the same so uh, healthy is wealthy. And I think that just goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I like that. Healthy is wealthy. <laughs> That's a great, a great description. Cause I always tell the people that I work with that, you know, if you, if you're not right with your finances, it affects your health, it affects your relationships, you know, cause you always have that anxiety, that underlining thought process and really getting into you know, partnering with money so money works for you and you not working for it is so important into building wealth. And a lot of times people will build wealth, they'll become six-figure earners, and it just doesn't seem enough. Did you have that same experience? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's really interesting. I'm not driven by money. Like, money is fun, and it's like this, this vehicle that gets me from A to B and all that stuff, but it's not like, ooh, I need more money. I want to have more money. I actually want freedom. Mm -hmm. So if I have freedom to do what I want whenever I want to, and the money is the thing that gets me that freedom, then I'm, I'm all for it, right? So that was always a good, um, good way to, to make it work for me. Yeah, and a lot of people in my field will talk about financial freedom, and to me, that is like a very overused statement because financial freedom comes when we have a relationship with money, thus we date money. And when you think about that relationship, how would you describe your relationship with money if money was a person? Yeah. So um, it is like the middle step between what I want. So it's the liaison right? Mm -hmm. Between me and life, between me and the trip, between me and the experience, between me and, and whatever. And so um, I do have a good relationship with money now. Uh, I can make it, I can multiply it, I can save it, I can, I can purchase things, invest in things. And so again, it does give me that, I don't even want to say comfort, like it really does feel like freedom. Like I can just, I can do what I want now. And I've never been able to experience that before the last, you know, six or seven years here. Yeah. So what are some of the things that you love to do? Yeah, I love to travel. Um, I love to go to events where there's other business people uh, talking about business and money and, and doing life different. Um, because for so long, I was in this little container of scarcity and fear and it's so different to be on the other side of that and talk to people that are not talking about the price of eggs or how much gas is. It's like, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about what are you building? What are you doing? What are you investing in? Uh, how's your business? You know, mm -hmm. and with what I do as a healing focused entrepreneur, we've always been taught to like give, 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 give and, and not really expect much. Right. So it's mm -hmm. nice to have that exchange of energy and conversation with high minded people that 
are doing big things and also being able to help them on a, on a visceral level. Like if you have migraines and you're an entrepreneur, I can talk to you about how to stop those migraines and invest more into your business and level up your life. So it's really fun to be able to tie all that stuff in. Yeah. And a lot of people don't associate their migraines and their back aches and body aches with the stress of being an entrepreneur. So what was the one modality that you personally allowed you to make that leap to get to the other side? Yeah. Um, in my own experience, it was definitely like craniosacral therapy and nervous system work. Um, and then intertwined with some mind-body connections. So again, really understanding that when the low back hurts, there is support issues in your life. And when the hands are hurting, like what are you holding on to or afraid to let go of? You know, if, you're, if your throat is sore, like where are you not voicing what you need or sharing what you want in life, right? Um, and so as I began to really work on that nervous system regulation and that mind-body connection, metaphysical stuff, somatic things, um, all of these pain points that were in my body kind of just started to disappear, which was really fascinating. And then again, I had more energy. I had more zest for life. I was ready to go meet more people, get back in public. Um, I suffered with anxiety and, and depression and crazy stuff for years. And so being able to come out of that and share that really honestly and then help other business owners do that as well, reverse that burnout, like, it's, it's really like, I love it. It's so fun to do this work. <laughs> it sounds amazing. And I, I know a few energy healers and I know they have the same type of um, passion as you do as, as far as like this works and let's try it. And, you know, there's some people out there that are like mind, body, energy, what, <laughs> what are you talking about? And sometimes we met mentioned that money is energy and, you know, we all get the same opportunity to receive money, but what we do with money when we get it is so important. And you had said that, you know, you transitioned from this life of scarcity, living check to check, like I'm guessing you actually lived check, a paycheck to paycheck. And now that you're out of it, you're on the other side. What is the most remarkable thing that you've done with your money as far as investing it? You, you say that you invest it back into your business. What's the most remarkable thing that you've invested in that's really multiplied your money? Yeah, so we've purchased some real estate. We've, we've bought some homes and we rent them out. And then I also have Airbnbs and VRBOs and a retreat center as well. So uh, Lisa, I one year I made $12,000 as a single mom with two toddlers and no support from my ex-husband. Like to go from that to $12,000 weeks, that, that's kind of crazy, mm -hmm. right? Like to be able to do that. So um, I definitely don't take it for granted. I definitely am appreciative of it. And I do want to reinvest it in myself, in my business. So I buy more trainings. I buy uh, time with my mentor. I buy um, real estate and, mm -hmm. and really try to create that flow of income coming in every month. So yeah. if I have a dip in my coaching, if something changes in my practice, like, I'm not panicked. I'm not worried about things. Yeah. And so wonderful to have that security and to have the investments in place and, you know, can't go wrong with real estate, especially when you're doing Airbnb and, and the VRBOs and all of that. And you always have those multiple income streams coming in and, you know, strategically having those throughout, you know, different areas of the country so that you're always optimizing those. That's a wonderful way to invest. And I, I know you talked about having, 
the retreat center, um, just, that's fairly new for you? Yes. So when we bought this property in 2020, uh, during the shutdown, they were selling the building that I was working in. And so we bought a home and um, it has a cabin next door. And so I have room for about 12 people to come at a time. So my clients come up and then I also take private clients um, from across the world. If somebody wants to come spend a week with me, really get some mind body work, work on your trauma, work on your nervous system, your chronic pain. Um, I just set up a package and a program and then they come in, they stay right on the other side of that wall. There is a private suite back there and then there's four bedrooms next door as well. Oh, beautiful. I'm uh, the founder of Divine Timing Ministries, which is a place for post-abortion women and to heal from their, their choice. And we're planning on a retreat in 2024 so, and it's going to be a small group. So I'll have to look in to see if maybe that's someplace that we can um, rent from you to see, because we're looking at, do you want to go to the mountains or to the beach? Do you want to do a spa? And so we're kind of like throwing out there, okay, ladies, what, what is it that you're looking for? And I could see where they can really use your services because um, there's so much trauma to the body that no one even talks about with that. And it affects their money. It affects their relationships, their health. And, you know, a lot of the ladies in there do experience the, uh, the, the physical trauma, the, the headaches, the lower back, you know, the hip pain, especially, you know, and just the shoulders. And I can't even imagine excuse me. I mean, I can imagine, but I know some of them have such physical pain that they don't stand up straight because of that. So what you're doing is so very important. And I love that you've been able to put your services out there and use your gifts and talents to multiply your income to become, you know, a six figure plus business owner and not even just stay in that one modality to recognize the need to expand and to reinvest in yourself so that you have these multiple income streams coming in. What advice would you give to somebody that's just starting off that maybe has the same gifts and talents that you do and, and they want to go down the same route? Yeah. Um, a couple of things. Take total responsibility for yourself, right? Like whatever results you want are going to come from you. Nobody's going to give it to you. Nobody's going to make it happen. But what are you willing to do to grow the business into what you want? You know, where are you willing to invest your time if you don't have the money yet? Because um, you're going to pay with time or you're going to pay with money, right? And so. Mm -hmm. Are you willing to put your time in? Are you willing to connect with mentors that can help you? Are you willing to follow only the people who have done what you want to do? That was mm -hmm. one of the best things was for me to cut away all of the negative Nellies and the people who were trying to give me advice who had never even bought a house or paid off their vehicle or, you know, were, were complaining about stuff. And it was like, actually, you're not the person that I want to take advice from. So I started really following those high minded people, millionaires, billionaires. And I really looked at what they were doing and how they were doing it and how much they were putting into their businesses. And it was substantially more than what I was doing, obviously. And mm -hmm. um, just began to follow those, those, those trails and kind of soaked up their information and then began to mirror what they were doing, you know, more or less. Mm -hmm. I love that. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and, and your expertise on the show. And um, we'll put the links to connect with you in the show notes, but just tell us what's the best way to, um, for our audience to connect with you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all my social media is public and it's under Monique, the mind body coach. So you can find me on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. 
any of those places, depending on what your platform preference is. Uh, and Google, just Monique, the mind body coach, you're going to pull something up with me in there. And um, yeah, I'd love to connect, answer questions or talk to anybody that's on their way to trying to build their own wealth and feeling stuck or needing some support. Yeah, awesome. Well, those of you listening, check the show notes. If you're into getting some mind body work, connect with Monique, check out her um, profiles, wherever you like to hang out. And, you know, just see if it's something that's meant for you. And if you know someone who would love to hear her story, please share this episode with them. And remember, it doesn't matter how much money you make. It's what you do with it. for tuning into the show give us a five-star review and share it with your friends get ready to activate wealth be the next millionaire with a simple adjustment of your finances using an energetically aligned money multiplier system you get to build wealth by partnering with money it's time to have fun with finances pick a date the link is in the show notes to book your wealth activation call where you will get the one solution to multiply your money. Remember, it doesn't matter how much money you make, it's what you do with it.